after a uh, an 0 2 start in conference play this team's on a roll five in a row coach how you doing good morning good morning to you and um we're doing well playing some good basketball what's working for you well, I think you got to give our young men a lot of credit. Um, it's a very challenging league, and uh, we did start the league going two. We were on the road. Obviously, one of those games was against the league that's um, you know tied for first place with us. They're very, very good, and uh, it's always challenging college basketball playing the road. So, to kind of pick ourselves up and uh, to stay focused and, and to continue to to learn, grow, and get better, um, the guys deserve a lot of credit. Certainly excited about. Uh, what's going on for the last almost three weeks here. Uh, certainly got a lot of work to do. Um, we'll have our hands full today. SEMO is um, one of the fastest teams in the country. They, they are the fastest team in our league. Uh, they score 80 points a game. Um, got really good players, very well coached. And uh, it'll be a big challenge today. So, But we're looking forward to it. Well, in this league, I was looking at the standings. I, I mean, you know, SIUE and Tennessee Tech, you both five and two. Then you got four teams at four and three. UT Martin, Moorhead State, Southern Indiana, SEMO, and then another two teams, TSU, Eastern Illinois, at three and four. So eight teams within two games. And I, and yeah, this thing. And, yeah, it's super competitive. Um, so every game counts. You don't know which one is going to be the one that. Um, you know, elevates your position. Uh, they're all important. Um, you know, it really is kind of like playoff basketball, to be honest. You know, um, um, every possession, offensively or defensively, knowing your opponent, what their tendencies are, uh, the ability to handle success and failure within a game and be resilient and tough. Um, obviously, it's, it's a team game. So, um, you know, there, there's guys that you know are going to, you're going to be able to count on uh, night in and night out, but it's going to be some of the other guys that uh, come off the bench or step up when somebody's not doing well or getting injured, and um, those guys are super, super important as well. We've we've had that throughout the course of this five-game winning streak. John Pelfrey, Tennessee Tech coach, uh, The uh, just looking at some numbers to put it in place, the fifth straight OVC win, first time since the 06-07 season. Uh, first five-game winning streak of uh, in taking the home wins in non-conference action in 27-2018. So, some pretty high cotton there. Uh, but, you know, as you go through the league, of course, I'm the play-by-play at, at, at Tennessee State, and I've learned these teams. You almost have to go through the league once to really find out about these teams because you, you can get film on them. You know what they look like, but they're also bringing in – you know, transfer portal transfers, you've got them, everybody's got them. That's the lay of the land these days. So it almost takes a little bit of a feeling out period, doesn't it, as you go through conference play? Yeah, I think um, especially for the new teams, um, you know, you don't know a whole lot about um, some of the teams that you've never been to or you know where you stay or the places you like to eat, what the travel is going to be like. Um, you know, this is a really challenging road trip for us. Uh, it took us uh, almost seven and a half hours to get to Little Rock. It was another four and a half from Little Rock uh, to Cape Girardeau. You know, going to uh, Lindenwood and SIU Edwardsville, that was six hours and 15 minutes uh, to get to get there and to get back. Uh, so a lot of these things are, are first time. You don't know what you're going through. And it's the same thing with rosters. I think, you know, for, for me, having been in the league here for a couple of years now, uh, understanding what's going, you know, how TSU does things, how 
Simo, like the team we put tonight is going to do things. Uh, playing Moorhead, you know that they're extremely well coached and they've got a, a distinctive style of play uh, that certainly helps with some of our teams. But like as you mentioned, um, we've got at least three new teams in the league and, and rosters have shifted and changed quite a bit. So going through one time and having a chance to actually play and compete uh, against your opponent to get your eyes on them, see how big, fast they actually are, uh, how your team matches up versus them physically, those things are always beneficial. John Pelford with us, Tennessee Tech men's basketball coach. Uh, today, Simo, Thursday night. I know coaches take it one game at a time, but I'm not on the air with this show till next Saturday morning, so I need to talk about it. Uh, I like what the league is doing uh, with their national TV games. They're sort of waiting and see before the announcement and trying to get the best matchup. And right now, the matchup Thursday night, as it stands today, is, is against the two teams tied at the top of the first. And it's always pretty cool and, and a little bit of a bump in excitement when it's a national TV game. Yeah, I think um, it's a tribute to – you know, our young men, their young men, um, it is an exciting time of year. Uh, it's something that the league is trying to do to promote and um, to generate interest. It's going to be exciting for our fans and our administration to be able to host and um, to show people, uh, uh, you know, what we've got here at Tennessee Tech and um, to promote college basketball. And so we're excited about tonight. We'll also be excited about that game and, and uh, just really uh, appreciative of the opportunity. Well, John, uh, you can't get away from your uh, Kentucky pedigree anytime. You know that. Uh, and, and they went over and uh, uh, won at Tennessee. Not the not the most even of seasons this year. And, of course, being part of one of the most famous college basketball plays uh, of all time. Uh, but I, I want to go back to your high school in, in Paintsville, right? Did you yes, play sir. in the state championship game against Darren Feldhouse? No, I, we played in the state tournament for three straight years, and uh, yeah. that's the high school state tournament there in Kentucky. Right. They, they were all in Rupp Arena. Um, no, my my senior year, we got beaten in the semifinals uh, by Allen Houston and Louisville Ballard. Okay, they went on to play my future teammate Richie Farmer in the finals. Who um, I often remind him we beat him that year pretty badly. So uh, we know how the state tournament would have ended if had we had a chance to get past Allen Houston, which we did not, um, and meet them in the finals. But Darren was also in the state tournament that year, but we did not get a chance okay. to get matched up against each other. See, I remember I was at that state tournament. I'm old Kentucky boy, and I was at that state tournament. I remember all these players and everything. And then, of course, you all come to Kentucky, Sean Woods, Darren Feldhouse, Richie Farmer, John Pelfrey, as you mentioned. And, um, you know, that – is probably the most famous Kentucky team that never went to the NCAA. Well, it certainly was an exciting time. And um, we um, um, we all kind of got there together. We went through some very challenging things with um, being super, super good when we first got there with Rex Chapman and uh, Eddie Davender and Winston Bennett and Coach Sutton. And then Coach Patino came in. And obviously because of probation, there was a lot of – uh, heartache and turmoil, and then um, my senior year for us to have a chance to get back to the NCAA tournament, um, you know, to have that game um, against Duke right before the Final Four, the way it ended and stuff was obviously very hard and challenging, but it was also a precursor to how things going to go in life for you. You're going to get really prepared. You're going to go into battle. You're going to um, perform and 
um, then you may not get the results you want, but you've also got to uh, decide what you're going to do next. You're going to pick yourself up. What are the lessons learned? How how can we learn growth from this? And all those things uh, kind of mold you and shape you, and and uh, that's kind of life. Uh, uh, it's not necessarily about the outcomes a lot, which is what we all work towards, but it's the enjoyment we get, the relationships we develop, uh, the 48 to 72 hours before the game, uh, go, having the maturity to go back and look and evaluate uh, to see what we did well, what we can do better uh, to get us ready for the next time. And now having had a chance to you know shift from a, a player to a coach to somebody tries to develop young men both on and off the court, uh, you can see those lessons now. It wasn't easy in the moment to, to recognize that. Well, and I haven't even mentioned his name, and I won't. Okay, <laughs> I've got I've got Kentucky blood in me. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, both sides of my family are, are those big blue misters. You know those kinds, right? <laughs> absolutely, hey, um, absolutely. I, I, between your time uh, at Florida and and before uh, the um, you went with Avery Johnson to Alabama. You spent a, you spent a year uh, on the in the dark side, right? As a TV commentator, a TV analyst. I, how'd you like that? You know, it was really good. Um, it was. You're right. It was a completely different experience for me. Um, there was a lot of downtime as well prior to me getting started and being super busy uh, in January and February. The thing I learned was. Uh, another side of the business, how important um, their job was to those people. Just as, as serious as I took playing, just as serious as I took coaching, um, the production people, the color people, the the announcers, everybody involved, the whole company, how important it was to put on the best games they possibly could. And it was a real challenge for me because it, it was in a business, a platform that I didn't know a whole lot about. Uh, but I, I really quickly came to realize that how competitive, uh, how smart, how creative uh, these people were and that I needed to bring my best. It was still one of the most challenging things that I've ever done from a work standpoint. Um, I was only home uh, three nights a week. The travel, wow. obviously, in the SEC from from Gainesville was super challenging to get to Starkville, to get to Columbia, Missouri, to get to Ole Miss, to get to – to Alabama and Arkansas, it wasn't wasn't easy. Uh, the travel was, and I was, like I said, I was gone more than I was when I was a coach and playing games and recruiting. But um, it was a good experience. I really enjoyed the games, uh, having a chance to have the camaraderie with the coaches and the players. Still, plus I was still in a league that I love and adore that I consider my own. Um, I really enjoyed it and came away with a completely different uh, picture of what the media and what uh, those guys go through on a daily basis. Yeah, once a player, now once a coach, though, always a coach, right? Yeah, I think, you know, I almost see myself even more so as a player. Um, it's more about the, the locker room. Um, you know, this is a business. I totally get that. Um, you know, it is how I um, pay for my my life and lifestyle and support others. Um, but my dad always told me growing up, he said, sooner or later, you're going to have to get a job and stop playing around. And I've been trying to prove him wrong. Uh, I've been doing this now close to 30 years, and um, it's just it's more my passion. It's more of an addiction 
Um, I love the game. I love the camaraderie with the guys. Uh, certainly, we get very, very serious in our preparations. Certainly, um, I love the competition. You can't get it anywhere else. Coaching is good. It's still not like playing. Um, there's nothing like that. Uh, it doesn't seem that long ago that uh, I was doing that. I know it's, I know that's not real. I know that my mind is playing a trick on me there. Uh, but it's really cool when you see what's happening in our program and um, how where we were, the things we've had to go through, uh, the challenges we've had to overcome, the perseverance, the resilience, the growth and uh, developing players, the the, the uh, understanding of how our profession has changed, our policies and approaches have completely had to be revamped because the things we did in the past, those ways, uh, those traditions don't work today. Uh, so it's it's it's, a, it's really a new job. So be able to to adjust and overdap and to come. Some people like that, some don't. Um, but we want to be curious and learners on a, on a day-to-day basis. We don't feel like we're done yet. And that's kind of where we are with our team. Uh, we're proud and excited about what we've been able to accomplish, uh, but we're not done yet. There's so many more challenges that lie ahead of us. And I like this group of young men, and I'm looking forward to today. Well, five in a row, SEMO, and then uh, Thursday night, 6 o'clock at the Eblen Center, uh, SIUE, the two teams atop the standings, Tennessee Tech riding a five-game winning streak. John, thank you for uh, joining us, and good luck uh, at SEMO today. Do I appreciate it so much, and thanks for having us on. All right, thank you. John Pelfrey with us, uh, Tennessee Tech coach, of course, uh, one of the